All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name's Zach, I'm your host. Uh, this show, we're going to be talking all things Rose Hill this weekend. There's plenty happening. Um, it's pretty much when good horses are coming back. There's uh, the Obviously, we've got the Lightning down in Melbourne. We've done a little show there. If you like your Melbourne racing, I've released one just before this, so you can have a listen to that. That's Kohai filling in for my usual form guy in Nick. Uh, Kohai is filling in. And little does Kohai know that he's jumping in with me as well for this. And is Tom. Um, Kohai's got himself COVID, so he's had plenty enough time to do the form and stuff as well. If you are... don't know we do have a facebook group now we've had it for a couple of weeks now a couple of hundred people in there um plenty of tips happening uh especially for horse racing but there's a few nba ones in there that have been doing quite well uh especially from kohai he loves his nba um but there's plenty of horse racing ones that have been doing well especially wednesday um a couple of the metros did really well and look we're coming into the important time of racing it's autumn um only a couple of weeks away we will have the slipper with a bunch of group ones and it's all happening it's exciting times so boys i welcome you in how are you tom yeah, good. Uh, Zach, it's a good day Saturday. Um, starting to get some decent races. Um, yeah, so pretty keen. Um, I'm I'm all right. Coey, on the other hand, is a bit crooked here. Coey has COVID, eh? Any any uh any better? You just said you cracked a beer. Yeah, I mean, I have to live my normal life, and it's you know it's beer o'clock. Beer just o'clock. keep punching darts, come punching darts, and having a couple of beers and. You know, we're surviving. I mean, I think the worst has gone past, so hopefully. Our job is to talk all Rose Hill, and I think last time Rose Hill ran, I was putting my foot in the sand saying, I'm not betting here again because of the bias, and it did my head in. But before we do any Rose Hill, Tommy, I'll go to you because I've asked Coey. Um, thoughts on the Lightning this weekend? It's good race, real good race. There's, It's it's really interesting because you're at a 1,000 metres. You've got... Um, Three really solid horses, or four really, making their um, return of the track, and then you got a couple of horses with some, with some really good Flemington records as well at longer odds. I think the Inferno and um, Gtra, especially at Flemington uh, over the distance, have um, have been strong before. So, um, look, it wouldn't shock me if one of those things got up, or Nature's Trip could brain them. Uh, but is there a question mark on Nature's Trip with Jamie Carr on? Is should we go home affairs and McDonald on? I loved. Um, I think you shared it as well today, Zach. That um, Eduardo eating nature strip uh, today. Oh. Yeah, Joe Pride, sweet. I thought that was really funny. That's clever by him. What do you think of Profiteer? Yeah, massive chance as well. Um, it's been back I mean, like eighteen in this or sixteen into eight or whatever it was. Yeah, talking about the track and distance, it's two from two um, up the straight. So. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't shock me at all. Got Preble on, Preble were flying last season. Even something like Mars Crusader, it's probably a bit short, but I, I reckon it'll give a massive side as well. There's some serious um, heavy hitters here. I think it's going to be a pretty sick race. Um, I was watching a couple of other ones, like watching Black Caviar win in 2013. Like, fucking hell. It's, it's actually one of the really good races, and this is just like a mini Everest, isn't it? Yeah, massively. I mean, um, what we saw at least half this... Uh, yeah, at least six of them in the Everest last year, and um, a couple of horses like the Astrologist has really sort of stepped up its game as well. And and as you said, Profiteer um, been backed as well. So yeah, definitely Mini Everest, and um, interesting to see how all these horses go. 
be interesting too on Saturday, see if Pikey can get himself a W. So um, been hanging for that. It'd be pretty cool when he actually when he lands one. Um, let's have a look. Let's go into it. This is um, Rose Hill. Are we expecting bias? Who knows? I fucking hope not. But um, Dan Zadell is our favourite. And mind you, it's a $7 favourite. We kick off with a highway, 1,400 metres. $8 yesterday. It's $7 now. So $7 a field. Pretty crazy. Step Lee for Rod Northam, $7.50. We got Markovics at eight fifty. A little bit, little bit of a trim up. Golden Point. Pretty good horse, this one. Um, I think I backed it last start when it ran a place. That's nine bucks. We got Shen Gui. I'm pretty sure, Tommy, I think you pushed that one a few weeks ago and it actually got backed really hard. Um, I think you backed it at quite good odds and it may have jumped lower than 10 or so. Um, hard to dismiss. Royal Alexa, Pikey's on Shelby 66. Commando Hunt, um, something we liked a couple of weeks ago. It's a little bit on the drift. 15's out to 18, but um, fuck me. $7 a field for the highway, Tom. Yeah, so it's really, it's going to be interesting. We copped a massive storm. A couple of hours ago, I don't know if it hit Rose Hill, but they reckon there could be a bit of, bit more rain tomorrow as well. So I, I think it, I think game. it missed Rose Hill. It yeah, just right. went through the beaches. So I think they're still staying. This I'm only assuming, but they're staying with the same track rating of soft five at the moment. But tomorrow's the real key day. It was hectic. It smashed. Um, I just got home at Hornsby, and yeah, it absolutely smashed us. So. Uh, it's probably a good thing that it missed it, but um, yeah. Well, if if it is a good track, we could we could see that leader bias again. So it's going to be really crucial to see a couple of these early races on how um how that track plays. I think Shengui, if the if there is a uh, leader bias, I think Shengui could find itself right at the front really easily. Uh, it's got a good barrier, Chad, on it, and there's not much speed really. Um, I know Schmetzer with the Royal Exit has led before as well, and a few other horses might might take it up, especially if they think there's going to be that leader bias. But uh, Shengui could find itself there. I really like Golden Point as well. It's been it's such a consistent horse. There is a little bit of concern it getting all the way out to fourteen hundred meters, but very good horse and just so consistent. And Sterling Oslin coming down from Armadale, he's he uh, targets his races really well. So. Shengui and Golden Point for me, but if we don't get a lot of rain, uh, one one at odds each way you could play as well is King's Trust. It's one, two highways, and um, yeah, it does well at Rose Hill as well for Terry, the king of the highways. I liked a lot of these runners, but as soon as the draw came out, I was kind of steered away. Like, I've been following Circularity, I've been following Commando Hunt, I've been following King's Trust, and they've all drawn so wide. I think Capacity Field's 18, I think. Without any conviction, uh, I think it is 18. Let me just have a look. Yeah, it's 18 full field. So, I mean, I have to think if the rain doesn't get – well, if the track doesn't go any further than, let's say, a soft seven, we'll probably wake up with a <laughs> a full field or close to anyway. And I reckon those couple of horses, I just don't like where they're going to map in the run. And purely because of that, I've just kind of gone for a, a safer option with the, the low draws. And Shengui, like Tommy said, like – It'll probably lead comfortably, and drawn three, it's it's very appealing. And I can seven dollars a field. I mean, shit, I'd take that all day. And with the likes of Danzadel, like it usually usually likes to sit midfield a bit off speed, but it's drawn two, and the early money is probably spot on. Terry Robinson, King of the Highways, once again. Tommy Berry to steer. If it pushes forward, maybe sits behind leaders or two back the leaders, I, I think it's in for a great chance. And I guess the other one that's being specced is 
Markovic, which I guess it'll have to push forward a little bit. Otherwise, it's got to get shuffled right back. And I don't know if you want to take the gamble being shuffled right back. So I'm just I'm just assuming they have to run it, ride a little bit positive. But yeah, Sheng Gui, Danzadel, the market's pretty spot on there. And I'd be probably looking into both of them. Yeah, market is, um, fuck, it's pretty even, isn't it? I think I'm going to have to stick with Golden Point. I don't know. It ran third. It ran second. Stupid fucking first. Need to win. I like this horse. This is a rule of law. Uh, a friend of mine, old friend of mine's old man, um, has a share in this, and he's um, he's loving it. It's obviously a good front runner. Bjorn loves it. It's two dollars forty. Did open two thirty, so it's yeah, pretty much the same. Mister Mosaic, we know the horse is good. Reese is claiming two for Gerald Ryan and Sterling. You got Shadow Crush came out in bloody hell one last start, which I had. No idea. I didn't think it was going to win. Gravina, Emanate, and Never Talk. Look, they're all pretty good horses. But rule of law, Tommy loves the lead. Yeah, it's um, interesting in the top three in the market. Rule of law, Mr. Mosaic and Shadow Crush have strung a couple of wins together and uh, been really consistent this prep. I I think we could see rule of law out in front and Mr. Mosaic not be too far away from that barrier one. He he, he likes to lead and we saw it first up that he, he looked gone with about 200 to go and, and just kicked back. I think we could get a real sort of battle up front here. I just wonder if they overdo it a bit and we do get a bit of a wet track, it could set up something like Never Talk. We haven't seen uh, the best of this horse last prep, um, but on its day, I think you can, uh, especially if it's if it's that real soft to heavy range and we do get a lot of rain, I think it could um, yeah, set up for a, a horse like Never Talk. Um, but again, that's sort of weather depending. But if that doesn't happen it'll, and there is that leader bias, it's, it's got to be rural or, or Mr. Mosaic. I think, I like Mr. Mosaic this prep. I just think he's been so consistent and just with the claim Maurice Jones on for Gerald and Sterling at home. I might lean towards it, but I, I can't talk anyone out of rule of law. It's been, what, four wins this prep. So, yeah, it's it's a tough little race with only a few in it. Coey? I'm in the rule of law camp. Horse is super consistent. It's got that string of wins next to it. It's, I think it's won four in a row. It's it's very genuine. And, you know, TC on its bag with a leader like it. I mean, you, one of the best front-running uh, jockeys we've got. I guess the minor little issue we have is I'm really hoping that they don't go into a speed duel. So one of them, whether it's Mr. Mosaic or Rule of Law leading, I think it's for their best interest that they settle separately, like whether it's behind each other or just just a little bit off. I, I just think that that way it gives either of them genuine chances to win. I mean, oh, couldn't agree more with Tommy. I think Mr. Mosaic, I mean, is very genuine. It's... Going to be interesting how it plays. And if it is leaderish, I'd see both of them winning. Um, but if by chance there is a leader bias, I mean, Never Talk is an interesting runner, but I just think there won't be enough given the ground. I think that's why Shadow Crush is probably, I'm leaning more towards Shadow Crush to be the back marker that swoops on him late, like it did last start. But yeah, I'm still with the rule of law camp. And yeah, hopefully, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't turn into a tough watch where they're doing. 10, 9 sectionals for the 400, 600 metres and just cruises along and just pinches it at the top of the straight. Is there anything worse than knowing that, that your horse is going to lead, you should win, and some other horses pisses it off up front? There's nothing fucking worse. And they're just going, they are thoroughbreds, right? So they want to run and they want to race. So fuck, it's very, fresh. especially when you hook the horse, like pissing your horse off is like 80 to 1 too. Nothing worse. Oh, no, nothing worse. But I mean, this is a genuine head-to-head contest up yeah. front. Um, I can I can see it happening. 
especially just the fact that Mr. Mosaic is the, you know, got the the one post and rule of laws a little bit wider out. I can I can definitely see them going toe to toe, but I'm hoping they they think smarter of it and just you know just go all right. We'll give everyone a chance here. Let the best horse speak for itself. But you know, stranger things have happened. That's right. All right, the Midway's next, a race that is just has my measure every time. Military expert is the fave for Annabelle and Tommy Berry on a little bit of a drift. It's now $3. French Emperor for Keegan Latham and D. Payne. Uh, that's $4.80. McCormack is back. It's $8.50. Always sure is 11s. we got Remus at 12s. Miss Reed Doble. Uh, and they keep going. Even Weekend Affair. And, oh, look at that. Casino Mondial is racing Mr. Ruda. Uh, Matty Derrick claiming two for Kristen Buchanan. Thomas, thoughts? Yeah, um, tough. Yeah, midways. I think we're pretty keen on military expert a few weeks ago. We're pretty keen on French Emperor in this race a few weeks ago. And I think I've been keen on McCormack in a midway as well. And uh, also let us down. What do you do? Yeah, just been let down by so many midways before. I, I can easily see military expert coming out and winning quite easily. But uh, I've, I've looked around as well for a bit of value. I Miss Reed Doble, uh, Reese Jones, um, Tracy Bartley, or McCormack, I can see doing pretty well. But as you said, Casino Mondial was um, in a in a bit of a tougher race last start, probably really not suited, um, and now gets a lot of weight in this race. But Maddie Derrick claims too, so you got to you got to think that um, it is a massive knockout chance here at eighteen dollars. Another one is the Guru. I think Teresa's um, run it in an open race uh, at Sapphire Coast and it's run pretty well for second last start and now it's come into a midway. Around that 1,500 metre mark has won before and uh, really consistent sort of horse and you're getting $19 for it with Brock Ryan on. Yeah, I, th- I think it might be a knockout. I'm, I'm really not confident on this race. Um, I'll probably back Casino Mondial and the Guru each way. And maybe just a little something on military expert as well. It's just it's so tough these midways. Kelly, um, let's start with military expert. You could probably um, elaborate in the coming days, Tunners. But um, three bucks for a favourite in a midway—that must be one of the shortest. Let's be honest. I don't know how many favourites have won the midway to start off with, let alone starting at three bucks. Um, I reckon an average price would be shit five, six bucks. I reckon at least. Like, they're, they're such a genuinely just wide-open affair, and I quite genuinely think that this is much the same as every other week. And the fact that military experts, I mean, it's on the drift, but it's still still three bucks, has me a little bit worried. I mean, it's it's from the Nation stable and Tommy to steer. I mean, it's got a lot of favours up its up its alley, but at the same time, last start was disappointing. I, I couldn't find it at three bucks, and more or less the same as French Emperor. I think that was real disappointing. Um, but saying that, I think the tactics changed on that for that run in the midway a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure why. It was planning to go towards the derby and then it decided to lead as opposed to sit to midfield. And it was a little bit everywhere and I'm, I'm a little bit perplexed by it. I'm going to follow that midway form and I'm going to, I'm going to back McCormack. I, I just think that that second was really nice in that midway. has a nice draw. I'm hoping that it kind of, you know, military expert will probably try and lead, probably on its own as well. So I'm hoping that McCormack will settle just behind it from a low draw and, yeah, just have its last say, essentially. Um, 
the price is right, I think. I'd rather the whatever it is, eight bucks or whatever it is, opposed to the three bucks. So McCormack for mine. Cormack. All right, race four is the Millie Fox. Good one. Expat. I like this. Um, it did open fours. Wish I took that. I took 350. Bellucci Babe is 420 now. Uh, Crone. Something Tommy might have something to say on that. The Tony Golan runner and Huey Bowman. Rock o'clock. Tommy's aboard for O'Shea. That's at 550. A little bit of a drift. Uh, as is Lelude. Little drift there. And Matchmaker. Bring the Ransoms going around. And Nikki's fling. Money for Expat and money for Crone. Tom, are you with Crone? Mate, I'm a massive expat fan. I um I've been on it every start this prep, and um I think Mark Newnham's really smart and how he's set up for this race. He's this horse goes really well fresh, freshened him up. He's had a nice trial, and he comes into this race. But again, if it's a leader's bias, then it could be all over for expat just going out and leading and doing it pretty easy. So um I I think I'm going to be with expat, but I just think Crony is the better horse, but. We're at thirteen hundred meter race, uh, thirteen hundred meter race. I think getting out to fourteen and maybe fifteen. We saw Crone last uh, this time last year. A string a couple of really good wins together at Rose Hill. Took out the Coolmore and was just so consistent. So, look, I, I'm really worried about Crone. I want to be with X back here, but I'm super, super worried about Crone. Coey, pretty much ditto. Um, Expat, Bella the Turf win was huge. Uh, let him up, said goodbye to them at the top of the strain, just kept going. Beautiful. And I don't think much will change in this affair. I think it'll just – it's drawn the outside, but it's just the genuine speed horse. So it should cross comfortably in my eyes. Uh, as for Crone, yeah, I think it, it's quite interesting. I mean, Golan don't send too many horses down Sydney way if he's not confident about how the horse is travelling. And obviously it's tip-top. I mean, it's come fifth in both its starts this campaign, One in the, fifth in the Nudgy, fifth in the uh, Magic Millions, Fillings in Mares. And the Snapdancer form is a great form, I think. It's a great form race and you can't put a pen through that at all. I just think that Snapdancer could be going on to bigger things this campaign. The little query is that 1,300 metres. I genuinely think Crone is the best horse in this race. It's it's a Group 1 winner. Everything, all signs point to it being very, very competitive in this. But I think just the informed nature of where Expat is right now is just what I want to be following. And just the fact that it would be just cruising up front without a worry in, in the world, I think that's just the advantage it's going to get. And especially if there is a little bias, I mean, yeah. I think Expat absolutely brains them. But, yeah, tread carefully. But, yeah, Expat for mine as well. Don't tread carefully. Get straight into Expat wins. Straight God, into didn't like the conference. Okay. Oh, I like it. Um, far out. What's this? Uh, this is the 1100 metre. And Timmy Clark and Gerald, uh, three bucks it is. It's the favourite. Abel Willie's there, pretty much the same price. Mazu, Sammy Clipperton is aboard for the Snowdens. Been backed, eight bucks into 550. We got Zapateo for Godolphin at 750. Minsk Moment, Tommy's riding for Walla at eight bucks. Then we go straight out to the 20s where we've got Fox Fighter, Six Gun, Kinlock, etc. Um, not much going on market wise, Tommy. The only horse that's really had anything is Mazu for the Snowdens. Yeah, I can see why as well. Um... Going out a winner last prep uh, was really strong. Uh, I think this horse will come back with a bit, a bit more size to it as well, and I can see it doing pretty well first up, especially around that five fifty price again at the moment. I think it's a good bet. Um, I'm a bit worried about Abel Willie. Um, 
second up, I think it'll improve a lot. I, I really don't know where this horse can get to. It was um, It's touted to be pretty good horse, especially in those colours. You, you see them, those sort of, um, this horse develop. And, um, yeah, ran into Brian Crowley against Mazu last start. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going with Mazu, but I'm a bit worried about Abel Wheelie. What about you, Coey? I'm not worried about Abel Wheelie, Tommy. I'm with <laughs> Mazu as well. Right. Um, I reckon the Snowdens have done wonders on this last prep. It was... I think they thought it was going to be a better horse. Um, obviously, the company was running against was strong. I mean, you're looking at stakes grade, so you Pago Pagos, Rosebuds, San Dominicos. I mean, they're still very, you know, good races. And then you got the W in the Brian Clare, uh, Crowley in Crowley, Crowley in the uh, in nice fashion. So I genuinely think that it's it's. I, I just don't understand the. I mean, I think it's a bit of a hype behind Nasturtium. I think that's what it is. And just the fact that it's going to be only half a kilo more than nasturtium in this run and it's got black type records already has me, you know, 550. I'm all over that, opposed to the three bucks that nasturtium is. And I reckon that uh, Brian Crow- uh, Crowley run against that Abel Willie, I think that was just strong enough to prove that it's a bigger and better horse. And I think it's just a better price altogether. So I'd be all over Mazu. Mazu. All right. Still $5. Uh, this will be, I'm sure Tom has something to say about this. The Silver Slipper Stakes, um, it's pretty rare the horses go win this and go to the Slipper. I think Farnan did it a couple of years ago, but then went on to pretty much do nothing. But Queen of the Ball is $2.60 favourite, in from three sixty for Richard and Michael. Charlatan, Joe Pride, I'll leave that one to Tommy. We got Best of Bordeaux at $7. Cytheria, fucking hell, I'm butchering names today. Ohi, I'm just going to get that one right. $8.50 for the Godolphin. We got Airbar, Spacewalk, Boyfriend, and more uh, bigger odds there. But Tommy, tell me about Charlatan. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it at a big price for the slipper. Uh, we saw it in the Golden Gift run really, really well after missing the kick. Um, it's drawn a wide gate here. And, yeah, it's got to be a massive concern with the track, um, if there is that track bias. And some really good speed horses we've seen in Best of Bordeaux, Queen of the Ball, Cythera, all drawing some decent gates. And they could get it quite easy from those easy gates and just run on with it. We saw Queen of the Ball and Best of Bordeaux really um, do well a few weeks ago. I can really justify going to the ball at that price because, yeah, it has the it has the gate. The girls have been going a, a bit quicker than the guys. It just won't give up the lead from that gate. So I I can really understand why it's at that price. I think I want to be with Best of Bordeaux though. It, it'll come across. I think it really improved from that run as well. Um, first up for Casey Fogden. Coming down from the Gold Coast, it's yeah. The the girls have been a bit better than the boys, but I just think this horse is going to improve. And, I, and same with Cythera, just one start, one win, and we you see these slipper horses every year just um just improve from that first run into the second run. And I think um one of these sort of horses can really stamp their mark as slipper favorite. I could I could see Queen of the Ball doing it as well. Yeah, especially if it wins. If it if it wins this race, Queen of the Ball, I think it. I really want to be with it on the slipper. Um, I'm not sure what price against the slipper at the moment, but I think I might back Queen of the Ball for the slipper now. Uh, we've seen slipper can be leaderish as well, and what we've talked about with Rose bucks. Hill lately. Yeah, I, do, I I kind of hope one of these leaders 
gets up and then there is the blow up we've seen on Twitter. We've already started to see it for this weekend about the leaderish and maybe they try to make it a bit more even for Slipper Day and then it brings uh, Chitalan more into it. Um, I, re- I really don't think it matters to Chitalan. I think it's going to run a really strong race as well, but it's a really good addition to the Silver Slipper and we've seen the prize money increase and I think that's why we've seen such a good field. I'm going to back best of Bordeaux, but I really want Charlatan to run really well and I can see Queen of, Queen of the Board just really going on with it. Coey, Charlatan? Mate, like legitimately, I think, fingers crossed there isn't a bias because uh, I reckon Charlatan's got a great chance if so because it'll probably, I mean, the wide gate does not worry me a tick. Like it's going to be probably smoking its pipe right at the back and then let the leaders fight it off and then just, you know, burn down the outside essentially. And we, we've seen the uh, the speeder can absolutely build into in the closing sectionals. So I'm hoping it is a fair race. But, I mean, this race in past has had some monster winners going on to Sire and Breed and everything else. So, you know, the likes of Piero's won this, Headwaters won this, Stern, She Will Rain, Sunlight, Time to Rain, Fun, and, and most recently Home Affairs. So this race in itself is a huge task and the the amount of talent that has come out of it going to be interesting. And, I mean, I'm with... Queen of the ball, not so much for the price because I think the price is quite low, but I just think that genuinely just the one alley, I think whether it leads or whether it sits behind, let's say, your best of Bordeaux or your Athleticas or your Scytheras, I'm not sure. I think it can potentially just be running in the run about fourth and then just burn them down the inside or through the field. I don't think it really needs to ride for luck. And the fact that it's got a couple of uh, Ws next to its name or one W, I'm actually not sure. But the last start win in the Widden was huge, so I can't dismiss that. And um, Revolutionary Miss has obviously come second in that Widden and gone on to win the prelude for the girls last weekend in, down in um, Caulfield. So that form line's relatively strong in my eyes. Um, yeah, the knockouts will be best on Bordeaux and Char- Charlatan. But, yeah, I think the uh, class will prevail and... I think the winning form with Queen of the Bulls, what I need to be following. Queen of the Ball. Good. 13s for the slipper if anyone wants it pre, uh, pre-running. pre Parramatta Cup next, 1,900 metres. Mighty Bill's been smashed. It opened nines. It's already 460, um, 24 hours pretty much after it opened. No compromises there at 550. We've got too much to bear. Uh, 550, a little bit of a drift too. Entente, likewise, a bit of a drift. Then we go Parry Sound, 12s. Mubara's 12s. I guess a little bit of money for Nickajack Cave, which is 21s to 13s. But because of this, because of the move for Mighty Bill, everything has sort of gone, gone out a point or two. So, Tommy, why is Mighty Bill being smashed? I'd, it's just really consistent. Uh, last start was probably the run where it hasn't really uh, impressed after a trial, but um, maybe it just needed that run. It, it's been really consistent. It, it's won a um, race two starts to go against a pretty handy field with seen it in really the first two placings or prep, but I actually want to be with no compromise. I think um, we, we've we seen it have two runs, uh, finishing third both times, first of 14, then 16. Now we step up to 1,900, and it only gets 53 kilos. And Wallace uh, booked Jay Ford for this race. I can't imagine. Um, yeah, I think Jay's only got one other ride now for the day where he could have had a full book um, at a provincial meeting. And go really close with no compromise at that, that lightweight and sort of was running on behind Frosty Rocks last start. 
Yeah, I, I can just see no compromise at the better price, just doing really well with that low weight. The gate is a bit of a worry, but um, Joe's pretty good at finding a spot. So I'm going to go with no compromise. I guess I'll start with Mighty Bill. Um, whether you call it a second up run, it's only had a 60-day spell, but its second up record is two from two, so you can't shadow away from it. And Waller and Tommy, I mean, it's a great combo. Stepping up to 1,900 with Huey Book, uh, Huey Book, Sorry, it is Tommy booked. It it will be close, and I think the money's slightly justified. I think it has firm, probably a little too much for my liking. Too much to bear. I do actually like this horse. I think that the quick, quick uh, freshen up and had at the trials, straight into this listed race, um, is ideal. Last start, it, was, uh, it defeated a smart type in Desert Icon, a horse I've been following, and I think this horse is ready for a company in – company like this and it could travel further i think i'm not sure what it's going to be aiming for down the track but it suits and the rock bottom weights what really gives me a little bit of a little bit of hope i think the price is right low weight all the above tick 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 um if there is a little knockout i guess this could be the wizard of the west's first winner in town parry set Harry Sound, um, it's actually not a bad horse. And, you know, like it, it, it's quite an honest horse and I think it's a genuine chance. And the price is – the fact that it's double double figures kind of surprises me a little bit. I just don't know where it will settle from that wide draw. I think that's got me a little bit of a question mark. But we, it has plenty of potential. So, I mean, would it surprise me if Pikey rode this one out? No, not really. But, yeah, I, I want to be on too much to bear. Right. Yeah. Keen to see Pike, you'll get a winner. All right, race eight is the Hobartville. Good race, Animo. Uh, Kohai, we spoke earlier. You said you thought it was going to shit in. So Animo at $1.75. We've got Converge at five fifty. Silent Impact. Been back. Regan Bayless in the Waterhouse. That's uh, 11 bucks to six fifty. Ranch Hand, waiting for it to do something really good, to be honest. Halal, Morris is me dad. Flying Crazy, Subterranean. We even got a leg run. My old boy from last year. Tom, how far Animo. Yeah, James Cummins was really confident. Again, we, we talked about that leader bias a couple of weeks ago, and Animo still showed a really good sight. Huey goes on. It's a dollar seventy-five, which is um, a bit hard to take for any horse, but I think this horse is going to really go on. Um, we've seen him improve so much um, from first up to second up in its um, couple of preps it's had so far. I do think it's the winner. He's taking $1.75. I really hope we can get out to $2 or maybe even a bit more on race day. But I just think it wins this race. Um, something like Silent Impact uh, or even um, Maurice Me Dad map really well if there is that leader bias. Ranch Hand's been really consistent and Karen's uh, ridden it pretty well previously. And there's one each way um, just at a, at a place price, $7, flying crazy. Um, he's sort of been in and around, and and we get to see Brenton Abdullah back this weekend as well. Yeah, we haven't good. seen him for a while, and yeah, I, I I really think he can sort of place in a race like this. Gerald um, deciding to go to Newcastle with it last start, and just and just get a nice easy win, and then bring it back to this sort of grade is really interesting, and I think it um, could really help this horse just um, just go back to the basics and just teach a horse how to win. I really like that sort of thing when you when trainers do that. So at $7 a place, I think it's it's really good, but I, I can't see anything beating Animo. It was 100 to 1 yesterday, old flying crazy. Um, Cowie, you were big on Animo? Huge on Animo. Um, 
I'm just hoping that there, there's, I'm just hoping that class just absolutely prevails in this. I mean, even bias or not, I think this is the horse that will just find its just groove laying in the piece and just absolutely launch and come home strong. And I mean, we saw it last prep. It's just a beast of an animal. I see Converge crossing from the wide barrier, silent impact, and Maurice is me dad doing the same. There should be a fair bit of genuine tempo, I think, I anticipate anyway. Uh, Animo, just sit back and watch and enjoy. I'd be taking the $1.75. For the multiples for now, and I mean, keep an eye on the markets close to post time. That's when you might find the two bucks, like Tommy said. But yeah, for the multiples, I'll be throwing it right in. <laughs> All right, uh, race nine, Invinciano, uh, eight bucks already in the fives at. Fuck, it was backed pretty hard last start. I think it was ran the last race last week where the Gay Soleil won. I was on it. Fuck, it was pretty disappointing. But it's been backed. It's 80s in the five. Mateo Atakpe being backed. 11 in the 650. We got Groundswell at sevens. We got Giannis at sevens. We got Skylab. New arrangement. Could be a good go, actually. Tommy Tommy Berry aboard. 15s into 11. There must have been a scratching or something here because everything seems to have moved. But um, what are your thoughts, Tom? Matt and Nui came out um, this afternoon and sort of throw it out a bit, but I don't think they really know what to do with this market either. It is tough sort of even race, and Groundswell's also nommed in Melbourne, so it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Oh, look, Invinciano's consistent. Groundswell could go really well here if it decides to run. I'm a massive Skylab fan. It's gonna. I just think you'll need a run or two to really uh, we see the best of it. Uh, new arrangement, scratched a couple of weeks ago to run here, could go pretty well. Giannis, very, very good horse and I think can do well. But Matoa Takpe, I, I think I've got to be with here. Um, especially if we get a bit of rain, I think he can do well. It, it will go straight to the front and really consistent horse. Its backup record's really good as well. We saw it last last week, sort of just fading a bit late. And I think, I think the um, seven-day backup, with Bjorn um, can go really well here. Rachel King and, and at a low weight of 52 and a half is, is big for it as well. And I can see Mateo Takpay do pretty well. Mateo Takpay for Moon as well. Uh, fifth last week against Legay Soleil. We've seen that was a great win by it. Um, it. It finds itself six and a half kilos lighter this race opposed to last week. And then fitness on its side, steps up to 1,400. It's pet distance. I just see ticks all around here. Um I can see the genuine reason why it's been backed and I'm with it. And just the fact that Mananui's come out of the race, it's likely to lead, be the on-speed horse nearest to the rail. So even if Invinciano, if Groundswell does run or Bergen of the like decides to be forward and prominent, they'd have to contest with Mateo Takbay on the inside. And it doesn't even have to lead. It could just sit off leaders back, depending on who wants to cross. I just think that the weight swing and the way this race pans out, I just like it. I like it a lot. Matawa Takpe for mine. Matawa Takpe, one of the great names. And in the last is Dej... How do you say it? Dej Run? Is that how you say it? Dej Run, yeah. Dej Run, yeah. So, Timmy Clark and Gay Waterhouse, that's a three-buck favourite. Did open a bit higher, so it's been had a bit of money. Sindicato, $6. We've got Steel Diamond, 8 We've got Tamerlane, eight fifty. War Eternal, a little bit of coin. Uh, Coey, fine point. We talked about that earlier, so that's going around. That's 13s into 11. Ulysses, um, even in passes there, which obviously won at big odds as well the other week. Tommy? Yeah, mate. Um, Dajan, first start, backed off the map. 
got the job done, but halfway down the straight, you were really concerned. I, yeah, I, I don't really like it in this race. I'm, I'm just a bit concerned by a few others. I think War Eternal's run last week was actually really good. And then we go to a sort of um, a, weaker, a weaker class here. And I think Bjorn in the last can can maybe knock him out. But uh, the other one on a spook as well is Syndicato. Um, I think it, it comes from a, a special condition or it's race in New Zealand on Boxing Day last year. Deadset should have bolted in and it just found um, the back of a few. If you can go back and watch the replay, yeah, it was Deadset bolting. And from that race, I think, yeah, it was Boxing Day last year with had five winners already come out of that race. Waller's had it now, had a trial, just taking taking its time to get in the racing. I think it um it can be sort of like a tissue and and a few other horses he gets from New Zealand. Um, he can really educate pretty well and go on to good things here. So Syndicato and War Eternal, the two I like in this race. I do, I do like War Eternal, Tommy. Uh, I think it, the first up run was necessary. I think it might have just been overreaching, uh, going into a group three straight off the back. But it will be fitter off the run. Hotly contested Eskimo Prince as well, so that's fine with me. Now it steps down to 1,400, so I think that's that's a big plus. It's won over this distance before, and this is hands down the easiest grade it's been in a long, long time. So I think it's... It finds himself a nice price. Darge run. It'll probably. It's. I, I. I don't mind this, but I think the price is too short. That's the problem. I, I do suspect that it'll probably drift out a little bit. I, I imagine that the low draw with TC Waterhouse Bot as a combo, it'll lead. The ex European looks looked impressive in its first up run in Australia. Seems very progressive. Keep an eye on the market. It could shorten, but I think it'll drift. Should we talk about impasse? I mean, fuck, I don't really want to. <laughs> All right. I don't know. putting it on top. I, can't, I don't know if I want to, but I mean, yeah, it's going to be two and a half kilos penalised over the same grade win last start, but fuck me. Like this thing, once again, did us, did us on the uh, last race of a Metro Sydney card. And uh, what's the price now? 20s, isn't it, Tunis? Yeah. Fuck, I mean, it, this thing only wins at a price, so it's kind of gone unnoticed once again. Same grade, same distance, two and a half kilo penalty. That probably isn't an issue. 23s could be overs. Uh, I don't know what to think of it, but I'd be taking War Eternal at an each way. War Eternal. Yeah, impasse is a fucking scary one, isn't it? All right. Any other race you want to talk about before we work out a multi? We've talked about the Lightning. Anything else in Melbourne? Or is there anything in Brizzy we don't know? Personally, May no. I'm not. Tommy? Yeah, I haven't really looked at Brisbane. Um, and Sunny coast this week. Sort of, yeah, going through Melbourne as well. But I will say the two country championships uh, races, yeah, cool. one at Wagga, one at Tari, I think the favourite um, in both of them. I think another one we saw running in town on a Saturday or maybe a Wednesday last start, running pretty well. It's it came second in the I think the country champs last year. It's a, it's a good sort of race. I think Mitch B has seven in the Wagga one, but I I just think another one might be a bit too tough. And Chase my crown with Dylan Gibbons on. Um, I think is a decent bet too as well. That I I think um. Yeah, just two class, classy favourites in both races. Both can get the job done. You know this stuff a bit better than me, Tommy, the country stuff. Um, looking at that field, obviously another one's good. 
Was it you that kind of liked Menmouth, however you say it, the the top weight last year? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've liked um, Menmouth, however you say it. Beer's horse. Yeah. And he, yeah, I think I think he's won a highway before. Yeah, previously, um, he's got a couple in it that I think can run that second place. So Swagger, I think he's got from over from New Zealand. Even Snow Bella's been consistent previously as well. But yeah, just looking at Menace first up form's pretty good as well. I think it's five five starts, uh, two wins and two placings can go pretty well and obviously wants to go fresh into a race like this. Yeah, yeah, definitely can see one of Mitch Beers going um going really well in this race, but I still think um I think another one's gonna be tough to beat. Yeah, the country country champs are pretty cool. So if anyone doesn't really get it, it's a bunch of there's a bunch of qualifiers, top two go through, and then the qualifier what was it called the what's the last thing at the Skyrim? final? No, the the, uh, the wild the wild card. card wild card. There you go, wild card, and then they get to run it in town. So it's a pretty cool thing. All right, let's see. Let's work out a multi. All right, multi time. I will go first. I'm not sure if we're similar, but I'm going rule of law in the. Fourth, uh, sorry, in the second race at Rose Hill, I think uh, I think that'll win. That's two dollars forty. Expat, I like it. It's race four, three dollars fifty. Hopefully, gets a good lead. And then I'm going to Melbourne. I'm going to race five, and I'm going socialist. Jamie Carr is aboard, and fingers crossed. It's uh, race number five. It's four bucks. Um, did open five, so still getting a good value there, and we're getting thirty-five to one. Tom. Yep, I've gone expat uh, to win three dollars fifty. Especially if that leader's bias happening, I think it'll. Um, I think they'll smash it in. Really, still worry about Chrome, but uh, I'm all aboard the expat train. Animo dollar seventy five again. I hope you get a bit of better price later, but I just think it wins. We'll go to Wagga. We'll go another one. I think it'll win the country championship. Paid at three dollars seventy, and then I've gone to Melbourne for the fourth leg for a place. Getting two dollars for home affairs with McDonald on to place, I think, mm-hmm. is a good price so there yeah that's my multi about 45 bucks now coey um we we're at the races last week <laughs> what do you got for me i um so well first of all i know you're going to talk about in your multi um you've gone against pinstripe i thought we saw it a couple of weeks ago when we were down at the valley and looked pretty good but my my point i wanted to get to was i left the race i left the doncaster about eight o'clock um <laughs> Came off a couple of weeks of COVID. Pretty, yeah, I thought it'd be sensible. Left, went home, watched the All-Stars game, all good. And, Zach, we got a message about midnight, and it was to back Wild Ruler for the um, <laughs> for the Oakley Plate. Now, Coey, I think, Coey and our, um, our other mate, Shane, were at the kebab store and got a bit of inside mail. Coey, can That's you right. elaborate on this mail? So we... Uh... Obviously, it's 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 kind of a little bit of just a custom, really, isn't it? Like you you do a session at the Donny, you end up at the kebab shop over the road. It's just how. Oh it yes, works. that's it's a just good the, kebab. It's a very good kebab. It's it's like the circle of light. It needs to happen, and oh boy, it was fucking delicious. Let me tell you. But uh, whilst we're waiting to order, uh, this this bloke that was we'll stand next to. Who definitely was uh, had a few few, few cans of beer, yeah, definitely. Uh, but we got to chatting, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a track work rider for the Snowdens, this and the other." Didn't even catch his fucking name, to be honest. He was pretty blotto. And we're like, "What do you like? You know, how's X Y Z? You know, like 
you know, revolutionary miss was great, like today being last Saturday. Have you got anything for us coming up? And he's like, I'll tell you one thing. And this was like the first bit of the first sentence that came out of his mouth as soon as we started talking about him. He goes, Wild Ruler is absolutely fucking flying. Really? He is flying and current, like, I think it's already been backed in the Oakley plate. I think it was 13. Yeah, so, well, it came out and won a trial very well on Monday. Mm. And it has been confirmed it is going to the Oakley plate as well by uh, Sable Rep Con Makara. So it's it's all been backed up. Now $10 for the Oakley plate. So, um, yeah. We, um, you've been told. Better tip. We, we, we've had it before at the Doncaster. We got tipped a yeah. um, harness race. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just that, found that, that got, message. Got us some good value. Um, but, yeah, the kebab shop. Kebab shop midnight tip for Wild Ruler and an Oakley plate. I don't think you can get much better than that. So word for word, ten, ten, when it ticked, o- ticked over midnight, we get, if it's anything, <laughs> leads on leads in confidently. We just ran into a guy <laughs> at the kebab shop across the Donny who's a track work writer for the Snowden said that Wild Ruler is absolutely flying. To think that I was going to get a message like that at midnight on a Saturday night is pretty bloody good. Back him in the Oakley plate was his exact words. Lovely. How was the kebab? <laughs> <laughs> Too good. I guess but, we'll see. But I'm on ten bucks. I reckon it's worth a little gamble. Yeah, well, mate. I'm going to listen and to anyone at the par- at the kebab shop. I'm going to go get a kebab. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> Talk me into two things at once. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but I, I I'll definitely be putting that somewhere in the locker for when's the Oakley? Okay. End of this month. Uh, 26th, no, of Feb. 26th of Feb. 26th of Feb, yeah. Fuck, it's next yep. week. So we've got so, Mar- Marabi is the fave, Minaj, Paulelli, and then Wild Ruler. Fuck, you could have got 26 Wild Ruler. Fuck. Interesting. Oh, well. Oh, well. I uh, wonder how many people he told. Who knows, but at the same time, it's still double double digits, and I wouldn't mind going in, and I'm sure we'll talk about it next week as well. <laughs> um, but but going into this weekend, three-legger, rule of law, you've already touched on. Animo, you've already touched on. I think they both win. And then in the Melbourne preview, I spoke of lightsaber. I just think it's oh. a, a, a class animal, and I, I'm only going modest. I think it's going to place top three. Get it at uh, two thirty. The place. So the multi is only small this week, but it's nine sixty six for the hundred percent. Wow, not even double digits. No, going safe this week. Cool. All right, thank you, boys. Coey, enjoy isolation. Hopefully, it um you get better soon. And Tommy, best of luck. Back to working Saturdays, eh? Yep, yep. Back to it. But um, good racing makes it pretty easy. That's right. All right, thanks, boys. See you, boys. Bye, mate. Eric.